Welcome to episode 11 of season 2, where it is all about navigating the post-divorce journey. Are you listening to your body? Do you pay attention to the minor aches and pains you experience? Are you in tune with your body? Well, today's guest is a functional medicine coach. His name is Gilberto Barria Valerino. Gilberto is from Buqueta, Panama. He helps people improve the functionality of their joints and muscles by coaching them on how to improve their posture. During the past two years, he focused on the dysfunction caused by sitting on chairs and looking at screens for extended periods of time. His advice for single parents, learn how to manage your own postural dysfunctions, aches and pains, and become an example to your kids. That's not only will help yourself, but will make your kids' future life easier as you become a positive role model for them. Thank you for reviewing, downloading, subscribing to our podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Now do your part. Be the messenger of hope and send this episode to one of your friends. Enjoy this episode with Gilberto. How would you like to master your mind to transform your life, overcome anxiety, trauma, doubt, and suffering to win daily and enjoy a life of confidence, peace, and freedom? This is your unique opportunity to work directly one-on-one with me in a breakthrough coaching. If you are interested, you can check out the link below and schedule your 45-minute discovery session to see if we are a fit. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. I am your host, Irina Shehovtsov, and I am on a mission to empower broken-hearted women to break the chains of the past and move forward boldly into the future. Single Parent Success Stories was created to inspire single parents out there who are struggling to help them realize what is possible. Hello and welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. Today's guest come to us from Boqueta, Panama. He is Gilberto Barria Valerino. He helps people improve the functionality of their joints and muscles by coaching them on how to improve their posture. During the past two years, he has focused on the dysfunction caused by sitting on chairs and looking at screens for extended periods of time. And it gives me a great pleasure to have Gilberto here with us today. Welcome, Gilberto. Uh, thank you, Irina. It's, it's really exciting to be here with you, uh, joining you in this uh, podcast. And uh, yes, you just gave a summary of what I do help people with. I've been doing that since 1989 uh, in one way or another basically helping people how to become more aware of the resources they have in their body, the physical resources, which when you start looking at it uh, with attention and intimately, you will start noticing that it's connected to your emotions, to your feelings, and also to your spirit. And your mindset all of those things are a unit yes and and that's uh, exactly why i have you here today because i share the same philosophy that we are all connected 
physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, coming it all together. And that's why I have here with you today. And I want to ask you, can you share with us how you help people with postural dysfunction, aches and pains today? How do you do that? Okay, the, the first thing I do uh, is I ask them to, um, if, if I have the opportunity of having them lying on the floor, I just ask them to close their eyes, feel their breath and start noticing the weight of their body on the floor. Mm -hmm. And all they have to do is just follow the instructions I give them. I guide them uh, through certain movements that will help them uh, wake up the neurons that connect one thing to the other. So it's a very physical experience. And it's a little bit like um, just noticing what's already there, but you haven't been paying attention to it. So it's nothing out of this world, it, but it may feel like that depending on what you have been doing. If you've been paying attention, then it won't be so foreign. But if, if you are like totally disconnected, then it's going to take a while to start acknowledging that and seeing how you can open up the space because that's the objective of everything. It's just to open up the space inside. Right, and it's probably difficult because we live in this fast-paced world where we just rush, rush, rush. We ignore those basic things. We take them for granted and takes time to kind of zone in and listen to our body. What does it want? What needs does it have? We forget, we just rush off. And I can take myself as an example. I used to take walking for granted until I dislocated my knee. And then I started uh -huh. appreciating how great it is to walk, a simple act of walking. And now every day I walk, I say, I'm grateful the fact that I'm walking. Thank you. Exactly. And we tend to sit too much. Yeah. That's why I've also worked with people sitting. I mean, many of the, of the techniques I teach are on the floor. Some are standing like Tai Chi and Qigong. But in the past two years, I've decided to work more with sitting positions because that's what apparently the whole planet is sitting more nowadays. Yeah. Uh, it's just become a, a, a thing like another epidemic. I mean, we're, we're still doing it, but now we're doing it more. Mm -hmm. Totally. So please share with us your story. How did you arrive at where you are today? How did you discover all these amazing techniques that you're now helping other people with? Okay. Well, it kind of started when I got interested in um, studying dance, uh, modern dance about, what, 40 years ago. And as I started, you know, trying to learn and follow the steps, I started having problems. And the, the teacher would tell me, your shoulder blades are popping up. And she could see my shoulder blades, see my, my fingers. 
you could see like the the corners of my shoulder blades from from in front of me that that was telling her you have a lot of tension there how come your shoulder blades are popping up so that's when i started realizing there was something in between my two shoulder blades that was not well connected and then after one dance class i ended up having to get out of the car because i i couldn't turn my neck my neck got uh frozen and i just couldn't turn the head it's called uh torticollis i don't know if that's the same word in in english but that's the word we use in spanish maybe it's with a little bit of different pronunciation, but it's basically your neck freezes. So I had to go see a chiropractor and I was very lucky to find one that also was an acupuncturist. So since then, I started going to chiropractors and, and you know, finding ways of relieving myself. And I was only in my mid twenties. Mm -hmm. So something inside of me said, there's gotta be a way that I can solve this by myself. So I went to the car catalog of a local library and I started looking. And I came across a book by a guy called Moshe Feldenkrais, who was a physicist. And uh, when he retired, he started teaching a method that is now known as the Feldenkrais method. And that's how I got started. I got his book. I started reading. I got immediate relief from following his instructions. And about seven or eight years later, more or less, um, I decided I'm going to go to New York and see if I can find a teacher. Hmm. Uh, Moshe was gone by then. But I was able to find a woman called Ilana Rubenfeld. And she taught not only uh, Feldenkrais method, but the Alexander technique. And she blended that with gestalt therapy. So I had already read a little bit about gestalt therapy. And uh, I just thought that was uh, fascinating. That was so great there was just like i found my teacher that mm -hmm. was in 1985 mm -hmm. that's when i started starting with her and i finished starting with her around 1991 okay. that's when i returned back to panama nice so nice. in a short uh it's a short synopsis of of my how i came across and how I've been working with it. Nice, nice. I love your story, you know, listening to yourself and figuring out if you can figure it out on your own and then stumbling upon this amazing, you know, book and uh, learning that method and then traveling all the way to New York. So it was, it was important to you to find that solution to rediscover, you know, how you yes. can help yourself. And then what prompted you to start helping others? Well, I should add that something that probably helped me a lot was that I meditated since I was in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And when you meditate, 
you wake up the inner healer. And the teachers that I had, had that orientation. They weren't healers themselves, but they were very interested in that. And they were always talking about it. Okay. And uh, that kind of woke up my, uh, my intuition and my desire to explore more. So I started reading a lot and looking for books. And uh, probably that's how I discovered or was led. I started vibrating with healing practices. And that's why I vibrated and attracted um, Feldenkrais book. His, uh, his book is called Awareness Through Movement. And um, yeah, I don't know if that answers exactly the question you made, but um, uh, I, I, I got interested in, in sharing what I was learning because I saw so much need in people uh, around me. And um, uh, once you become part of a community where you are learning to help others, then of course, naturally you wanna follow. And um, a, a lot of the people I was studying were psychotherapists, social workers, massage therapists, and there I was, I was the only non-health related person at the moment. Eventually I became a health practitioner. But when I started, I, all I had was civil engineering. I'm a civil engineer. But I knew already that Moshe was a physicist. So I figured out it doesn't really matter what your background is. This must be something that we all have inside. We all have inside that inner healer. And it's just a matter of waking it up. I love that. I think it's very powerful that no matter who you were before, you can always discover within your personal healer because we have all answers inside of us. It's just a matter of tuning in and listening and giving kind of, Pursuing action on what you have heard and not exactly. just dismissing it. So exactly. what do you want to be remembered by? I want to be remembered as a person who has helped others make better use of their resources of what they have and how to project themselves out to be a better person, a better personality we can all improve our personalities and make it more coherent with our desires. That is something very important and it starts by knowing oneself. So I just wanna be remembered as someone who has helped other people learn how to know themselves and in turn help other people. I think that if we all do that, we'll get a, a much better world. Totally, totally. I love, I love your mission. I love what you want to be remembered by things. Very important, just to discovering, you know, people who they are, and helping them on the way. What are some of the 
What are three tips my listeners can implement into their life and become a better example for their kids? So for like single parents, <laughs> what do you think okay. they can do? Okay. Um, one of the important things I, 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 one of the important functions parents have is giving their kids a good model to follow. And I think that starts with action, movement, using your body effectively, productively. Uh, if you're not showing that to your kid, then they're going to learn exactly just to be that, to be a uh, potato couch, or is it couch potato? I don't know, <laughs> one way or the other, it's the same thing. You're just sitting, you're not doing too much with your body. And guess who, who the two-year-olds are looking at when they see you moving around? It's, it's whoever is around, and that's how they learn. So um, we have to become, as parents, we have to become good models. And one of the best ways to do that is by taking care of ourselves, how we sit, how we walk. And... Uh, personally, I was born in a family where nobody talked about that. You know, when, when I started having problems, I knew I have to go somewhere else. Because here in this family, nobody has ever mentioned even the word uh, muscle or joint or, or, you know. So I had to figure that out by myself. And you'll make uh, your kid's life a lot better. If you start doing that, not pushing it, but just doing it for your own sake, they'll want to imitate you. Totally. I do that. <laughs> I'm actually going through a, a fitness certification, a 10X fitness. And at home, you got to do workouts. So I do the workout and they get Great. to see. <laughs> and, and I, I guess your kids. I don't push on to them just fun for them but like grabbing on and doing pull-ups and but seeing yeah that you know exercise is good and in the morning i walk my daughter sees me walk so i hope i'm planting some little seeds <laughs> you know that How movement. Is your daughter? she's 12 and my uh -huh. son is seven and uh, yeah it's just at home yeah they see that i work out so I exactly. hope that they get that, uh, you know, implanted in them, maybe that it doesn't, yeah. it's not feels forceful. And it's not just, you know, I know, especially in the last two years since pandemic started, they saw me more, of course, sitting online in front of a computer. And it's kind of, so if you say, <laughs> yeah, it's like 80% of your time you spend on the computer. So well uh you know you're giving them a good example by and and probably the just the reason that you chose to become a fitness uh instructor and are taking a course that tells me that one way or the other you've been a good model already you wouldn't be interested in that if your own um mobility wasn't something that you've been sort of uh, one way or the other, taking care of, looking after it. Uh, and 
So th that's what they've been saying since day one. And that's, that's the whole thing. It's just that you're projecting that. And that's what they will remember because the first six years, they're just like little sponges. They're already seeing that. So when they see you now taking the course, that's not big news to, to them. It's just something logical. There she is. She's always been doing something with her body. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I sing, I dance, I paint, I do all those crazy things, you know, to keep myself happy and motivated. And I think exactly. it's important uh, to exercise because movement is life. When we stop moving, we cripple ourselves when we don't, you know, when we, especially now in the long hours, it's whether we got to take, uh, I call it a, a decision. Do we want to move and be healthy or do we want to stay? But then we got to spend the time being sick. So it's the decision we got to make every time when it yes. comes. Like, how do you want to spend your life? Do you want to have a vibrant, energetic life full of movement? Or do you want to be sick and complain about your health? Exactly. Exactly. We have the choice and we have to, uh, do something about it. And uh, it, it starts in the family. Mm -hmm. It's the best place where it can start because then your kids will just follow that and, and find their own way of doing that. Every generation has their own way of, of doing that. I, I have to say that one thing that was, for instance, in my case, my mother liked to swim. Mm -hmm. And she would take us to swimming classes. So in a way, she was showing us that. So that's, that's one good model I got. You have to be active. So um, I never saw my dad to do too much, but at least my mom was showing us you have to move your body and you have to work. You have to get involved in, in some activity. You know, that's excellent for your kids. Right, right. Yeah, I did take my daughter for eight years to swimming and she learned how to swim. <laughs> With my son, he kind of learned by himself. He didn't, we didn't have a good teacher for him, but he learned it as well. <laughs> so what is, uh, Heiko, do you have a, an exercise that people can do uh, at home? Uh, yes. One, one, of the areas, I'm going to move this a little bit farther away so you can see me better. Uh -huh. One of the things that always people get into trouble is this area, the neck. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I'm just gonna demonstrate very, very rapidly uh, 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 a movement that I was taught by Ilana at the beginning. It's this one, you just turn the head from side to side without forcing and looking at the line of the horizon. I said, you were looking at the ocean, at the, at the sea line. Mm -hmm. And when you turn the head from side to side, you try and sense what stops my neck from turning. And I can sense, for instance, that I can turn my head to the left much more easily than I can do it to the right. There's a tiny little difference, but I can feel it. So now I am going to extend my arms in front of me at shoulder height. And then I am going to cross the hands like this at the level of the wrist 
and interlace the fingers and then slowly drop them down. And then in the space between my arms, I'm going to bring the hands up and my fingers should stay interlaced, but not like this, but like this, exactly. So you go down and at the beginning, when you do this, it may be a little bit difficult on your wrist and in your um, forearms. So just go slowly. It's not a matter of stretching them quickly or fast. It's a matter of feeling when you, when you try and do this, what stops you? If, you? if you cannot go all the way, that's fine. You get up here and then you return to the initial position. And you keep doing this, you keep doing this until you can come all the way and hold the fingers interlaced together. Now, once you have it in front of you, like that's once you, you are able to do this easily, up and down with the hands interlaced, then exactly, then you start making a circle in front of your face and pay attention to the space between your shoulder blades. Just notice how your shoulder blades and your shoulder joints with the arm and the shoulder blade connect, how that is moving. So keep looking straight ahead. Don't let your chin go up or down. The reason we look at the line of the horizon is to keep the chin level with the ground and then reverse. Let's do a few more in the opposite direction. And this is like a pre-warm-up to any activity you do. For instance, in the fitness, a training that you're taking, if you release your neck muscles before you do anything else, whatever you'll do will feel a lot better. Now, let's just get out of it and then just shake the hands. Okay, now bring your hands back to your knees and then turn the head from side to side. What do you notice? No strain. It, it moves much better. <laughs> exactly. Because what was happening when we were doing this thing with the hands, the shoulder blades in the back were going like, and all of that movement was slowly and gently traveling along the line of the spine. And now all these muscles here at the uh, occiputs are more relaxed. And that's one of the things that tends to get very tense. So uh, that's a very good initial thing to start doing. And uh, it's a way of releasing all that tension we tend to accumulate by holding the cell phone, especially when you hold it like this. Mm -hmm. You know, most people do, do this and they start working. It's better to get a tripod like I'm using right now. I have a tripod where I have the phone. So I don't have to touch the phone. Um, and a, a lot of people these days are just using the phone. We, we only use laptops when we need to do like a special 
work. So I bought myself almost two years ago a good tripod because I knew holding that thing in the hand all day long, it's, it's not very good for the neck. It's terrible. And if you can take that pressure off, and uh, another thing that needs to be done is finding space for your eyes mm -hmm. to look at objects far away and then come back. That's another of the uh, lessons that I, I teach in groups uh, locally and internationally. I've been in the past two years, I've been working with people outside of Panama because, um, well, there aren't that many practitioners in the world that do this type of work. It's um, uh, fitness is very popular, but it's mostly related to the big muscles. And the work I do is mostly related to bringing together the little muscles and the big muscles, connecting them and recognizing how they all can interact. And when they're more harmoniously connected, you know, we perform better. Totally, I love it. I think it's very important, you know, to being able to use all parts of your body in the right way. So they are functioning properly because we have this one body for this one lifetime. And if we don't spend time taking care of it, then, how, how, like, we're not going to last much longer. Just like if we have, like, a, a speed, like, fast car, like Ferrari or something, right? We want to put nice gasoline. We're going to make sure it all runs smoothly. And same should be applied to our bodies. We should put the right kind of food, right kind of exercise, a number, a right number, hours of sleep. So we are rested that we can have this body and, utilize it to the best potential. Exactly. It, only we can do that. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's a good thing that you are bringing this information to your, um, to your students and to the people following you because it's, it's the best way to teach their children is by example. Yes. Yeah, doesn't matter what we say, it's what we do that matters because exactly. that's what they see. <laughs> exactly. If people would like to work with you, where would they find you? Um, they can uh, look for me in, in my Facebook group. I can put that in the in the chat or I can send you the link, link later on so you can have it and share it. I don't know how you're going to yeah, uh, we're, we're going to have all the links in the episode notes so underneath the video or audio. It's going to be all there. So I can do that later. I'll just send yes. you the, the, the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And I also have a, a, a web page um, that is it's not very actualized. It's actually a, it's a little bit old. I'm working on a new one that is going to be more related to how to improve your movements while you're sitting and while you're consuming information. So um, I, I think I'm calling this um, something, something at your desk. Improve your posture at your desk. 
we can do it if we start paying attention. And we're all consuming more information than ever before. And the way to do it is through a phone or through a laptop. And uh, um, many times we're just listening and we can start doing little things with our body so that by the time we finish the interaction, our bodies are not so stiff and so frozen into a position. Because if you sit there and you just listen and you don't engage your body and you don't move it a little bit, then, and you end up doing this three, four, five, six, some people eight hours a day, then when you try to go to sleep, it's going to be very difficult. Your body is too tense. And some people need help with that because that's how they're earning a living. Uh, the, the use of the phone and the laptop has become a necessity. So that's why I am coming up with a new website that I'm working on that will be directly. And I'll, I'll send you that information. It's probably going to take me like a month before I get it ready. Uh, but I'll send you that information when I have it ready. But what they can do right now is just follow the Facebook group. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom and the importance of functional movement in day-to-day -day living. Doesn't matter if you're a parent or if you're just a single person. I think it's important to move your body so that you can have the best possible experience here on earth, utilizing the assets that you do have, developing them, nourishing them, feeding them right, exercising them, just like a well-oiled machine. Exactly. You know, if we don't, if we don't take care of the vehicle we're in, yeah. you know, we're just going to have a very difficult life lifetime it's it's it behooves us to take care of ourselves so i i want to thank you uh uh irina for this opportunity it's, it's really uh wonderful and i've always thought that one of the best ways to start is with kids and uh i, I haven't worked too much with kids but they learn very very fast um i i start with um with six-year-olds at one point with one class. I only gave one class because it was quite an experience. They move so fast that, you know, they want to take over. They want to take, very easy for them to take over, especially if they are uh, ADHD. You know, those are really, it's uh, quite a challenge to work with those kids. But I've also worked with babies. Even babies oh, wow. can get stressed out. Uh, and um, yeah, I was so surprised when someone asked me to work with the babies. But uh, when babies don't come out through the womb, they don't come out through the regular way, the way they're supposed to, that creates problems. Cesarean kids uh, need stimulation because they haven't struggled through the birth canal. And that's why they, they hired me to help their, their kid because it was a kid that was always, it was very tense. It was like, there was, and who knows what else was going on in that family 
maybe the kid was already, you know, parents that are too tense transmit that to right. their kid. Yeah. So that's another reason for taking care of yourself right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. you know. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your story, your advice. And I'm glad to have you. Okay, Rina, thank you. And um, uh, anytime you want to have another conversation, please let me know. I'm open to it. Well, go. If you like this episode, please share with somebody who would benefit. You can leave comments, topic suggestions, and add your reviews on Apple Podcasts. It also helps greatly when you download the episode. If you feel lost, emotionally hurt after divorce and want to rediscover who you are, you don't have to do it alone. Join our community on Facebook, Limitless Women, Self-Love, Mindset and Support for Relationships, where we hold trainings and various events to help you thrive and become happy again. Because life after divorce is possible and can even be great. If no one told you today, I want you to know that I love you and believe in you because you are limitless.